The following episode of Here for the Wrong Reasons is sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. The only mortgage company that helps you find and finance an abandoned Soviet rocket to live in. If it worked for Christina, it can work for you. chocolate now <laughs> are we, we recording record? <laughs> this is it yeah did you finish your bite of chocolate i don't want you to have a mouthful of chocolate what a fucking dick i'm done right. okay um, okay well then let's uh let's get moving i'm yeah. ready well, i'm you, here ah my computer's on is that uh, your friend courtney <laughs> sending more details about getting dm'd by jpj i am getting three dots it means that she's texting me guys huge scoop uh we have a huge scoop huge scoop my friend courtney who by the way is super cute real funny you need to follow her on instagram because she's always yeah you got to follow her on the gram she's always reaching out to her followers i love her she's a top-notch tennis player has a real cute dog named Ooh. Dot, who uh, it will be featured in the Humane Society calendar. Of Huntsville. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so get yourself a copy. It's going to be month of July. I don't know. <laughs> Ooh, that. That's a good month. <laughs> yeah. Dog days of summer indeed. Um. Anyway, Courtney apparently slid into John Paul Jones's DMs. First of all, after he was given Derek yep, so much shit. That's awfully rich, JPJ. So rich. But Courtney um, sent me a screenshot from this, and John Paul Jones, first of all, signs off with Shucka Bra, which is. <laughs> of course he does. Too much. That's how I'm going to start ending all my professional emails from now on. Same. Welcome to the first day of class, students. Shucka Bra. Shucka Bra. I feel like he's like, um, although I never even saw this movie, who's. Uh, Oh, who's that asshole actor who dated Scarlett Johansson and is a real douche? Sean. Sean Penn? Yeah. Oh, like, uh, what is he in Fast Times? Yeah, Ridge Fast Mont Times High, at Ridgemont High. Character. I feel like John yeah. Paul Jones is trying to, like, be Cultivate a millennial. That. Or I guess they might be zennials at this point. Yeah, he's 24, so... Yeah, I think he's already lower than He's 24, than but he's been looking for his wife for 18 years. <laughs> Since he was six years old. Um. Anyway, long story long, but here's the short of it. John Paul Jones is taken. Yeah, he tells Courtney that she's real cute. She can use calm as well. She's got a great dog, but he's taken. So, gang, you heard it here first. That's our first legit I will, I will hunt you down. <laughs> <laughs> I have a very special set of skills. Shaka bra. <laughs> yeah, um, I assumed he yeah. meant Liam Neeson. My take Liam it. Neeson impression leaves a little bit to That's be That's okay. You're not going to need it much anymore. So, um, yeah, now that we know he's a Why? racist, oh, he's a racist he, monster. Like, God, did he die? And I, I, I mean, didn't know he it. He might as well be dead at this point. Um, he's hashtag canceled. Hashtag canceled the faux show. Okay, you know who else is hashtag canceled for who? me? Uh, I was gonna say Derek, but I don't know. I got a lot of I got a lot of thoughts and feelings on tonight's topics. Okay, that's interesting because I do Actually, not have a lot of thoughts. You know and feelings. who's hat? Well, I have. I think that we need to do. Well, I know you got to do your shout outs. I do think that we just instead of going through some of the most monotonous plot right. points, let's just um, hit the high points. Let's just hit some of let's the try hot, well, some of the bears. hot topics. Yeah. Yeah, some of the talking points, some of the realistic. Who do you believe? Are you Team D or Team J? Team Derek or Team JPJ? Team Derek. You know what, though? That's only because you don't know all of the conspiracy theories that the internet. Ooh, we all, I love to Everybody hear these. on Twitter, we put I'm our tinfoil so caps on. To hear the conspiracy. That's the thing about watching all of these is that I can be convinced that everything I'm seeing is totally manipulated. At this point, they could all be deep fakes. I mean, it's, they don't even need a cast Everything anymore. is a mirage. Yeah, it's just a, a glass onion. Actually, right? this is... Uh, this the is looking glass people. A good time to tell you that this is actually a Truman show. <laughs> 
type scenario. Well, I, yeah. I mean, it, it pretty much is. Kind of. Yeah, kind of. Harrison they now. <laughs> oh, you know who's on my list? Who? <laughs> Don't roll your eyes. I saw that. I saw it a little bit. A little, yeah. Um, that guy. What's his name? Not Jim Carrey. The bald guy who's like Ed a ch- Harris. Yeah, Ed Harris. Really? Oh, I love. Okay. Oh, stepmom Ed Harris. Oh, yeah. you would. You would be. And stepmom. Truman Show Ed Harris. I was just right before you came home. I was watching Apollo thirteen. He's in that. I never saw that movie. Yeah, he's uh, the flight director. Here's a little irony for you guys. We live in the Rocket City, and I don't like space movies. <laughs> What a misfortune. Alanis Morissette would have a field day with that. One more NASA movie. Boo. Ugh, fucking NASA. All right. Um, More like Space... uh, What's what's Trump's new program? Space Force. Well, we might get that too. Yeah, we're on the short list for Space Force. We're not supposed to tell people where we're located. We already did. (laughs) You just did. Oh, no. All right, shout outs. Um, okay, quick shout outs. Really, just two. Y'all are really slacking with the reviews, but it's summer. It's Bachelor in Paradise. But Louise E. We're and slacking too. It's all right. PTA or PT and a Baltimore listener both gave us nice five star reviews. Uh, which was the one that called us uh, politically incorrect? Louise A- Louise E. You bet your ass yeah. we are. We'll say... <laughs> Wait we get a hot mic in front of Anna. Yeah, whatever. What won't she yeah, say? Yeah, and listen, guys. This politically incorrect version of me has already been heavily edited by Ryan. <laughs> Just think of what she says after hours. For every podcast that you listen to and you think, uh, that joke was a little bit, mm, little bit a little on the fence. The line, yeah. yeah. Uh, there have been like 20 jokes that Ryan edited out. Yeah, it's because I'm very controlling. Edited. Yeah. It's hard to say. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get to it. So, yeah, I like this idea. Let's follow uh, Grizzle 2 Bear's advice and just kind of hit the hot topics instead of going moment by moment because this was a really boring episode in a lot of ways. So where do you want to start? So the big news when we start the episode is that we do have a new cast member it's tajuan tajuan do you think that that name lends itself to some puns a little bit maybe yeah she's ready to go on her first tajuan on one you know i can't i can't shake my head the listener can't see me shake my head but that is exactly the kind of joke i would have made really i'm just bad i didn't make it first jpj might tajuan a kisser (laughs) Oh, goodness. All right. So they go on a one-on-one. Oh, but before, well, I guess we get a... Yeah, what the fuck? Well, we just... said we're skipping around. Well, so... no, it's not like nihilism. <laughs> There's still order and rules here. I mean... It just is not a free-for-all. All right, let's... Uh, then you, you lead with what you want to talk to. Well, Tajuan is here, and she comments about... Actually, someone says... That they feel sorry for her. Um, and I can't remember who it was that made this point. But basically that like by week, really week two, certainly week three of Paradise, it's really hard to come in and be a new cast member. Because all these pairs have already been established. Mm-hmm. And I thought they may, so whoever it was, maybe it was Nicole, I don't remember. Whoever it was, they also made an interesting point that I think... Um, doesn't always get brought up, but she said, like, even friendships have been established. So, like, Uh you come in, and I do think that it's probably really isolating. Yeah. Um, And it's really hard. She can't like, on the beach with those other girls. I know. She can't pretend to be in a Forever 21 commercial. Well, and it's hot as balls, apparently. But just for Tajwan. Just for Tajwan. Her internal thermometer is just a little different. Well, she just hasn't acclimated. Yeah. That's true. You haven't acclimated to the climate yet. Um, yeah, she lost her. I liked her attitude of like, I flew, I took four planes to get down here. I lost my luggage. I like a little bit of behind the scenes. Like it's a pain in the ass to get to Mexico. I want to have a good time. But I felt like her attitude was just all fake. Cause she was like, or not fake. I thought the attitude was real. It annoyed me that she was like, I'm not here to make friends. I don't care who, I don't care who I piss off. I don't care if there's couples. I don't care. Tajwan doesn't give a shit. And then the second that, Haley comes down and asks JPJ out. Tajwan like freaks out. Oh, I see. She's moving can. the microphone away from me. No, I'm trying to 
angle it a little better for everybody. For everybody for or everybody, for you? For everyone. Is angling it better for everybody, moving it away from me and closer yeah, to you? Yeah, we tried to do the two mic system again tonight and we couldn't work it out, gang. We'll get it worked out, really, to save our marriage. Because these, I have a MacBook and they just don't have USB cords. Yeah, apparently you just like, don't need that anymore. What yeah, the fuck? That's outdated. Nobody needs a USB anymore. It's like when the iPhone dropped their headphone jacks. I feel like... Yeah, you don't need that. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody likes headphones. Anyway. Yeah. Um, Right. No, I know. Tajwan can dish it out, but she can't take it, is what you're saying. So she comes down and essentially is like, I am really excited to go out with JPJ. Um, Also, before she came down, Tasha is distancing yes. herself from JPJ. Pushing yourself away from JPJ. If someone else comes down and you want to date them, you should go for it. Totally. She does that. And like sometimes you feel like, as with Katie, someone's doing it just to like not seem pathetic. Like play hard to get Yeah, a bit. and yeah. just to like, yeah, to like play it cool. Uh-huh. Tasha genuinely seems to be yeah. like, yeah, you should for real go. Yeah, go ahead. Whoever comes down the stairs, even if it's <laughs> a dude, if it's Harrison, just go. Um, so, okay, they go out and they have what I thought was a really awkward date, but I don't know. Like, JPJ I guess it went well. It. Yeah, so What's the deal with his stomach? I was wondering the same thing. Like, can he eat without gagging? It and does not seem to be the if case. If you know that you have a sensitive stomach, why are you eating what... Like, I know I've heard how terrible the food is. Uh-huh. Like, on those... 25 things you didn't know about The Bachelor. Yeah. One of the things is always the food is terrible and nobody eats on the dates. You know, I think that he can only eat chicken nuggets. Because remember, he'll put those away. Yeah, maybe. But anything else, I feel like it'll just make him gag and wheeze. And I, I mean, I'm sympathetic to the man, but yeah, maybe pull back on the ferocious eating on dates. Tajwan <laughs> says, if he vomits on me, we're taking a shower together. <laughs> Way to look on the bright side. And then they, like, get into a river and, like, not at all to be offensive. Maybe this is offensive and maybe we'll have to cut it. Would you just, like, get into a river in Mexico and swim? Like, I would be nervous. I wouldn't do that in the States, probably. We we do that in the States. We get in rivers at night and just swim? Oh, I see. Uh, No. And also, like, I don't... Well, first of all, no, we don't. What are you talking about? What, we get in rivers? Yeah, we go swimming in rivers. A lake. Like, an established swimming lake. (laughs) An established lake. Not one of these wannabe rivers and lakes. I'm just saying, it seems like they're, like, at this restaurant, and there's a river off to the side, and they're like, let's get in. Carpe diem. Gotta go for it. I think I have um, PTSD from when I took the kids to that that little, like, stream that's in uh, our city, which shall remain unnamed. And it smelled a whole lot like fecal matter, but I, like, didn't realize it until it was a little too late. Yeah, yeah, and the kids' shoes I was real worried that they were going to get, like, gonorrhea. (laughs) And they did. Is that how you get that? Yeah. No, you get it from riding a tractor. (laughs) I don't know. I... I just don't think that I would be swimming in, like, a rando Mexican river. Well, that's what separates you from JPJ. JPJ just seizes life. So here's what I had to say about JPJ. Okay. Based on the okay. first, first episode. Sure. That he is clearly, undeniably himself, and you can tell that, and yet I also feel like I know almost nothing about him. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, and Because even, like... I didn't feel like I knew him that well when he was doing whatever he was doing with Tasha, And apparently that was enough for him to feel like he had fallen in love with her. Right. Yeah, the second episode we get a totally different view of JPJ, which we'll talk about when we get to this wedding. For sure, yes. But based on the first, like, he's fun-loving, he shaves his nipples, he Ugh. can't eat anything. That's basically what I know about him. He laughs. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. Um... 
While they're on their date, and sorry, I guess we're just naturally slipping into recap mode. We can't get out of that pattern. Well, uh, I do want to say that while they're on their date, the rest of the people that are at Paradise are... Ha- and this is a this is a pretty big subtopic, so we're just jumping from topic to topic. Yeah. They're having a conversation about who the worst kisser is that they've Ooh. ever kissed, and Coco gets thrown oh, under the Coco. bus. And, you know, I didn't remember any footage where he seemed like that bad of a kisser. We need to go review the tapes. We do need to go, yeah. yeah. Apparently Cassie came to his defense. Well, she has to. I mean, what is she going to say? It's true. He is a terrible kisser. And also Demi said that she thought he was a good kisser. Oh. Yeah. And Taysha even said that he got better by the end. Yeah. Maybe he learned. Maybe. Yeah. Gotta hope. Um, all right. Kaylin and Dean are happy together in paradise, but. Go ahead. You good? Mm -hmm. No, we're not going to turn this into a turtles podcast. (laughs) You don't want to hear me sing the turtles in its entirety? No, I don't. Mrs. Brown, you've got a lovely daughter. (laughs) See, you do want to sing the turtles. You know what? How come? Is that the turtles even? I think that's Herman's Hermits. They're easily confused. Yeah. Bus stop, do, 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 do. Oh, is that the turtles? I don't know. (laughs) My umbrella, we deployed it. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, um... How come, this is a missed opportunity, why did no one sing Mrs. Brown, You've Got a Lovely Daughter to Hannah B's mom when they were there in Greece together? It's so obvious. <laughs> it is obvious. <laughs> it's the song on everyone's <laughs> mind and it's right there for the picking. Oh, all right. Um, all right, Kaylin is happy with Dean. However... She got a lot of people whispering in her ear, mm-hmm. weighing in, telling her, girl, don't trust him. Never trust a man with a mustache. <laughs> Never trust a man who lives in a van. Yeah. I mean, He's good a rule of thumb, really. Yeah. And that's what, so Wells says, the thing about Dean is nobody's been able to wrangle him. <laughs> no one's been able to hogtie Dean He's like yet. a wild steer. <laughs> you can't ride him for more than eight seconds. Oh, oh. oh R.I.P. Luke Perry. Oh. Um, um and and I mean it's both it's Demi and Wells, and they say like don't do what every other girl does with him, which I guess they say and I guess we did see some of this on his last stint in Paradise, that he has a habit of making people feel really special and then pulling the rug. Then out you got from to under get him. gone. Pulling the mustache out from under him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he he does seem to have grown a little bit because he'll say he's more honest with Caitlin and he's like, I'm ready to settle uh, settle down, but I want to take off in my van for nine months to be as free as possible. I also think that there's a big difference between what he's doing with Caitlin, which is like only wanting to hang out with her, but not necessarily being ready to get engaged at the end of uh-huh. this four-week yeah, vacation yeah. in Mexico. And what he was doing in the first season, which was like totally playing Christina yeah. and whoever that other girl was. Yeah, he's not being a fuckboy. No, he's not. He's- and, I mean, as you said, like, I feel like Dean is pretty upfront with who he is. Yeah. You're not, uh, he's not hiding behind that mustache. No, and he says to Caitlin, I think you would be miserable as my girlfriend, and I don't think he's wrong. Well, that's the thing. When somebody says that, I think you believe Believe them. them. Yeah, I think you trust them. If they're not trying to convince you, because he even says, like, and I thought this was actually kind of a shitty thing to say, is like, I think it's a convince me otherwise situation. And then, yeah, like, fuck you, Dean. Yeah, yeah you got to convince me. Balls in your court, Kaylin. Yeah, what do you got? Prove it to me. <laughs> Give me a ten-minute PowerPoint presentation about why we should be together. Um, I mean, and I, you know, the truth is, I can see both sides of the Kaylin Dean uh, coin, if you will. I will. Um, because on the one hand, like, I don't think there's anything wrong with not being ready to fully commit to a relationship after like hanging out with somebody in Mexico for Mm -hmm. a couple of weeks. 
But on the other hand, Kalen does say, I don't understand why he came here. And that's true. Like, um, you know, the point of paradise is to establish a relationship. So it's kind of shitty to come down there and be like, which what he says, I'm enjoying spending my time with you, but I suck at dating. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, then I'm so glad that you're here on this dating on this show. dating reality <laughs> show for the third time. You know who will swim in a random Mexican river, though, is Dean. For sure. That was actually his shower. I'm surprised they didn't run into him bathing in the river when they were out That's, there. That's, <laughs> uh, again, Dean. You know who needs to be Dean's travel partner? Who? Parampa. Par- yeah, father-son. Father-son. they son. can reunite. But they should do, like, a father-son on the road podcast. Or, yeah, or a reality show of them visiting all the national parks. Oh. Could be sort of a uh, educational. Program. I like that. That has PBS written oh, all yeah. over it. That's big. Get Ken Burns on that. That could be eighteen, <laughs> nineteen hours of a special. Um, I did think that it was sweet. Like Kaylin is all upset and she's crying, and she comes up to the bar and Blake is there and he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry. Do you want to talk about it?" And he just he did sound really genuine. Yeah, same when JPJ was crying. I know he, Blake uh, has like he's gotten he's gained a little bit of positive ground with me. Here was my take on Blake. He's a oh, genuinely the take on Blake. The take on Blake. He's a genuinely three-dimensional character. Right? Like he's well-round in that like he has a lot of flaws and you hate him but he also has some positive traits like they're you know he's a complex figure he's a real person he's a real human being yeah just like that's all of us. your take on blake is that he's human well he that the show is portraying him as human in a way that other people don't get that three-dimensional well treatment. yeah that's true so other i feel like the other people on the show a lot of them are just like here's their one trait yeah this yeah, is what yeah. they have Whereas Blake is like, he's a fuckboy, but he's sensitive. Sometimes he's funny. Sometimes he's stupid. You know, like he's, he's got a lot going on. He contains multitudes. Are you ready to move on? Yes. Haley is back. Haley's back. One of the twins. How do you feel about one twin coming without the other? I'm okay with it. Haley and who's the other twin? Yeah, I don't remember. Here's a theory though. Is it both of them? Oh, it's an Elizabeth a Jessica Wakefield situation. Here's a conspiracy theory. They're actually both there. Let's totally start spreading that yeah. rumor. Yeah, they were both down there. I don't believe this lie about the boyfriend for yeah. one minute. Sure, yeah, right. Yeah, sure. Yeah, um, no, yeah I, I do like that theory. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know you always have wanted to do a twin switcheroo. Uh, always. That's your one regret in life is that you're not a twin. My one regret so in life is that I don't switcheroo. have a twin sister. We could clone you and you could do a switcheroo with yeah. a clone. Yeah. Or I could just put feelers out there for like my twin. I feel like everybody sure. has to have twins. Someone who looks very similar Yours to you. Yours is Jon Snow. Yeah. Yeah. Or doppelgangers. Yeah, I gotta find them. And Mm -hmm. then we can pull heists. Oh, yeah, because, like, no, I wasn't there. I didn't pull the heist. I was teaching the whole (laughs) time. (laughs) It's like when Joey finds his hand twin. His hand twin, yeah. (laughs) Um, All right. Haley's back. She is really interested in John Paul Jones. I don't know why I have this in my notes. Maybe you can tell me what it means. Mm-hmm. John Paul Jones isn't built for ketchup? Yeah, I have the same thing, which is that Tajwan does some really complicated metaphor about ketchup and Rocky Road ice cream that I didn't understand. Hmm. And the other metaphor I didn't understand is this pigeon I did not get fight. that at all. Yeah. I was wondering if it was a reference to that uh, 90s response yeah. to no scrubs. No pigeons. No pigeons. But they can't, <laughs> I, I guess, maybe, but... I mean, one of the... Uh-oh, anyway, your friend looks hotter. <laughs> um, we're going to have to play the... some of that. Anyway, your friend looks hotter. One of the greatest and probably only song rebuttals in history. <laughs> I haven't heard that song probably since my freshman year, riding around in my Civic, drinking myself some Jack Daniels punches, <laughs> driving out to a field party where I'm going to throw up on myself. Pass out at a bonfire, get All driven the while, home. No pigeons yeah. playing in the background. Yeah. Yeah, no, no scrubs really weathered better than no pigeons did. 
Because No Scrubs is... That's just a good song. Well, fun fact, the uh, Ed Sheeran song, Castle on the Hill, actually is a direct copy of the No Pigeons uh, song. Just like uh, Shape of You. What's the other one? Is a direct copy of No Scrubs. What? Yeah, they the whoever wrote No Scrub shares a songwriting credit on that. I'm in I know, I know the you. song. Yeah. Why? Because there's like some part of the song is like directly copied from what? No Scrubs. Yeah. I didn't know that. All, right. All these musical facts I'm dropping. Yeah. People love it. All right, Haley asks John Paul Jones out on her date. She comes in for John Paul Jones. Like, she was like, I think he's cute. Um, and Tajwan says that Haley is a pigeon and that she shit everywhere. <laughs> she shit on everything. And then she passes out from dehydration. Yep. You know what it's a reference to is Bert's doing the pigeon song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but she wakes up... Uh, just just enough energy to ask for guacamole. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you do after you get dehydrated is a bunch of guac. They go and ride horses. Haley and, and JPJ. Yes. And yeah. they end up on a beach and he says, oh, I should have brought my goggles. He's like a six-year-old. Like, I feel like that's exactly what our kids would say. Like yeah. What our seven-year-old would say. Yeah, and um, then, though he's not like a six-year-old when he's rubbing suntan lotion all over Haley's ass. And it's also like zinc sunscreen, so it's really (laughs) not, it's not rubbing in. No, it's really not going in. Well, and I like to just be the camera person, like, get in on that ass. Get in on it. Closer. (laughs) Tighter. Like, I always wonder about the uh, people filming these awkward encounters. Um, they get back to paradise. Taj Wan starts to lose her shit. And really, that just spirals from this yeah, whole episode. Spirals out, out of yeah. control. I do like her line though when she says because she wants to figure out what's going on that she's going to be Inspector Gadget and figure out what's going on. That sure. is not the reference I expected on Bachelor <laughs> in Paradise, but I'm here for she it. She should have made Demi her penny. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, actually, her legs get super long. That's why she's dehydrated. She's been stretching her arms out 20 feet. <laughs> go, go, gadget <laughs> arms. Um, all right, Tajwan gets really upset. They kind of go back and forth about what it means to be called, not even what it means to be called a pigeon, but Haley's like, bitch, I'm not a pigeon. Yeah, who is the pigeon? That's the uh, big debate here. JPJ kind of... Um, dumps Tajwan. He's like, kind I had... It's well, unclear ca- yeah, it's what really... Happens. It's super yeah. unclear. Yeah. I had a good time with her. I had a good time with you. I'm getting... Tajwan is like, get to the point. But he just can't. He's like, but I had fun with her. Oh, I now had fun you're... with you. Okay, you're not Wells. We've already heard that from Wells. But that is that is what happens. Well... Uh, we're recapping. Wells did a better impression of it. All right, fair enough. <laughs> Wells does everything better than me. Somebody over there wishes they were Sarah Highland. No, you know what? Actually, Wells is not on my list. What? No. He's too little. He's a little He's pocket. Little. You put him in yeah. your pocket. He's so teeny. Also, he annoys me a little. No offense, Wells, if you're listening. He we is. love you. Come on the podcast. You're on my shirt. Um, I don't know. I feel like he and Sarah Highland are annoying together. And I think that he does like impressions on the show like that one that aren't that funny. Yeah. Yeah, is that a roundabout way of saying that my impression wasn't that It's not a roundabout way of saying it. I also don't think you're that funny, and you are also not on my list. (laughs) So I thought this was rich. Um, While all of this is going on, Taisha says that she doesn't want to be associated with JPJ's drama. And it's like, bitch, he was wanting to just be with you until you told him to do otherwise. Like... JPJ doesn't have drama. You know, I don't know. I just felt like that was annoying. Yeah, I um, I don't know. It was an interesting situation. I felt more for Taisha as the episodes progressed. Oh, 100%. Yeah. At yes. this point, I think there's probably a better way to say that. But she's just basically... It, it was a weird, like, turn, though. Because she seemed like she really liked JPJ. And yeah. And then all of a sudden was like... 
Yeah, never mind. I spent more than 10 minutes with him. He can't eat anything. Yeah. He's kind of like mean, a six-year-old. Come on. We've all been there. Sure. Like, she drank too much. They made out in that pool. Right. And he was like, I'm in love with you. And she was like, whoa, let's take a step yeah. back. You sympathize with someone who ends up with someone who's kind of immature and has a bad stomach and has a hard time expressing himself. But you're just still stuck with that person. Yeah. Yeah. Run. Run, Tasha. <laughs> oh, my God. Stop speaking. Spitting on me. See, there you go. There right it is. There. Yep. Uh, go for Derek, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear about these conspiracy theories. Uh, yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll, well get here's there. a conspiracy theory. I've got one. Getting into what's kind of next on my list. Christina and the KGB are really putting some leverage on Blake. Because I mean, that's the only way to explain what's going on. No, the other way to explain it is that Blake just isn't that into Caitlyn. I mean, come but on. Is he into Christina? No, but they're friends, first of all. And she gave him her friendship rose the week before. So I feel like he felt a little bit of a sense of obligation. And you scratching your foot a little no, bit. I'm scratching my knee. Scratching yeah. your nuts. What's yep. that? Your mm-hmm. knee. Your yeah. nuts. My knee. Your balls. Yeah. Uh-huh. My ball sack. Um, I think he. I don't think that he was super into Caitlyn, and and maybe, maybe he's a little bit sensitive to this reputation that he has <laughs> of bouncing about from leading woman girls to woman. on. Yeah. Well, um, he does do his little dance move with Caitlyn. He which does because Caitlyn has set up a VIP stagecoach date for Blake. It's all the fun of the stagecoach festival here in oh, Mexico. Man. Well, I just felt like. Christina does like a Jedi mind trick, just comes in and is like, You're going no, to give your No, You're rose right. I mean, he, because he was like, like okay. Right now, 100%, I'm going to give my rose to Caitlin. And he tells her that. Yep. And then you're right. I mean, Christina comes in and is like, In Russia, <laughs> we give rose to friend. KGB kill you with piano wire. Friend. <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, yep, never mind. Uh, yeah, see ya, Caitlin. Caitlin says she thinks it was shitty of him to say that he was 100% going to give her his rose and change his mind 20 minutes later. Correct. I agree, Caitlin. Correct, Caitlin. Sorry. Yeah. It's almost like Blake is uh, not that great of a guy. Well, and Caitlin does the kind of classic girl move and just like is like, I think that Christina is a terrible person. Like, I don't get what she's doing, why she's here. But it's not like that's on Blake. Blake should have been able to, you know... I think that if Blake had actually liked Caitlyn, he would have given he would her have his resisted rose. Yeah, Christina. Well, who knows what kind of leverage they have on his family? His entire family is like trapped in a you know Siberian prison somewhere. Um, moving forward. Moving you forward. You want to make another? You got another? No, no, I'm good. Something I think funny? I have, yeah, nah, I'm good. Nah, All right. yeah, I never have something funny. <laughs> oh, Ooh, all right. Ooh. Here we go. Um, well, so what, Tasha and Derek, meanwhile, things are heating up between the two of them. Yes. Um, and it's very, very clear that Tasha is the one who's pursuing Derek. Yes. Because he's like still super bummed about Demi. Oh, still mopey, moping he's like, around the oh, beach. I was, I was dating this girl in paradise for a week and she decided to be a lesbian. Poor me. Wah, wah. Meanwhile, Christian is real pissed that Demi and JPJ are wrestling on the palapa. <laughs> I hate it when somebody you're interested in is wrestling somebody else on the palapa. <laughs> then JPJ's doing cartwheels with Tejuan. He's just all over the place. Yeah, we got. I feel like the pre rose ceremony stuff was a little like. I don't know. It, it just was weird. Like JPJ and Haley are still. And and Tajwan, they're all still doing the pigeon seagull talk. Right. <laughs> Katie decides she wants to be with Chris. Chris still seemed pretty torn to me. Yeah. Um, Dean tells Kaylin that he knows he's really stupid sometimes to the point of nausea. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually why John Paul Jones has been sick so It's much. just because Dean the is so stupid. Of, of Dean's behavior. Dean <laughs> also sets up a really big... Um, birthday celebration for Kaylin because it is her birthday. She is turning 16. <laughs> Sweet 16. 16. 16 candles. Um, Dean also appears to be wearing like 
I said that it looked like one of those barefoot dreams cardigans that they sell at the Nordstrom sale every year. <laughs> like, what I'm is Dean doing? Do- the They're just like but... super cozy. You, I have one. It's like a gray cardigan, but it's kind of like loungewear. Oh, it's from the Deanie Babies collection. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> the Deanie right. Babies Ramblin' Man collection. Um, Nothing, yeah. <laughs> nothing unexpected really happens at the rose ceremony, mm-hmm. except that Blake does give his rose to Christina. Right. And Chris does end up giving his rose to Katie. Right. So Jen is going home, Tajwan is going home, and Kaylin, Caitlin, excuse yeah. me, is going home. Which again speaks to the difficulty of coming in later. Because mm-hmm. all of those people They're came in new. fairly recently and see ya. Yeah, and see ya. Right, it's a revolving door at this see point. See ya, pal. <laughs> Immediately after the rose ceremony, Dean pulls Kaylin and dumps her. Dumps her ass. You know, yeah. I don't want to name names on this podcast, uh, but this reminds me a lot of the douche that I dated in grad school. Doesn't it? Like, it's such yeah. a move that that guy would do. Yeah. Well, also, I was wondering about this because, so on the one hand, it's not an Onyeka, I'm going to leave without giving him my rose, but he should have, and he was kind of clear. I don't know. I, I was a douchey move on her birthday. Well, and they were like, things. after he did all that nice stuff for her. Yeah, right. Um, and that was part of the weird thing, too, is he set up all that birthday stuff with the kind of like expectation that they were moving forward. Yeah. And then he's like, P.S., I'm out. Yeah, no. Uh, two hours later, I feel <laughs> totally different. BT dubs, I gotta go. I'm gonna go home, by which I mean my van. Because I'm homeless. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, I'm homeless. Um, He says, and I, I mean, I don't know. This is where Dean kind of earns points for me because he's not a dick about it. He says, I just think you deserve someone better than me right. to be completely honest. He is being honest. I That's why I have mixed feelings about this move because he is being honest. And I do think he recognizes that like he wouldn't mind just hanging out with Kaylin for the next two weeks. But it's then, only going to get harder if he does that. Right. For her. I think he would be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, I think he would be just as happy to drive into the sunset or disappear into the jungles of Ugh, Mexico. This is just like the guy I dated. Yeah. Right? Just like it. Because yeah. I feel like everybody else was like, this is stupid. Why are y'all dating? And I was like, I don't know. He's so ironic. He, he makes me feel so special. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. But the good news is that then I then I was like, fuck assholes. You know, like, I feel like Kaylin seems to be one of those girls that needs to just get over the appeal of a guy like Dean. Right, of a bad boy, yeah, who she can uh, drive around the country with. Yeah, so Dean leaves, and the f- fun fact, he gets in that SUV, and he's actually still living in there. <laughs> Chris Bukowski says... That's pretty shitty, but that's Dean. <laughs> <laughs> but that pretty much sums up yep. the whole situation. Well, and Dean was like, I feel kind of slimy making this decision for you, but he's still going to do it. Well, I mean, honestly, though, like, that's a breakup, you yeah, know? Sure, right. Like, any, any breakup is Unless be... you're getting, like, costanza and you're like, I think we should break up. No. Right. No, George. <laughs> or, conversely, Jerry and Janine Garofalo who are just like, I hate you. And they both just walk away. Uh, um, All right. The next day, JPJ is sobbing. Inconsolable. Inconsolable. Even Blake can't console him. And he has basically decided that all of this trouble all of his woes are tied to the fact that Derek has manipulated Tasia and pulled her into his deceitful web web of deceit and you can just tell that there's a storm a brewing and uh where's the storm gonna rain but on Ah, the goose we've talked about pigeons we've talked about seagulls please (laughs) welcome the the goose goose. So, yeah, when I realized that a lot of this was going to be their wedding, I was very annoyed at that situation. We, uh, full disclosure, fast-forwarded through the whole wedding ceremony. Uh-huh. We watched a little bit of Harrison doing the smudge Right, doing some cultural ceremony. appropriation yeah. of some kind. Yeah. yeah. And then we were like, mm, no. We're good. Can't do it. Yeah. Would you 
want Harrison to officiate your wedding? Like if we had our vows to renewed. Harrison? No, no. Like he's officiating my wedding to him? No, that wouldn't work. No, it would. It'd be fine. <laughs> Um, it's the only way I wanted no, to happen. No, if we renew our vows nope. and I could get Harrison. If I renew my vows with Chris Harrison. And he also performs <laughs> the ceremony. Yep. Yeah, I, I don't think that's going to work. Yep. I think that's not, not enough It's the people. only way yeah. it's happening. <laughs> I don't see how that's going to happen. Uh, Do you, me, <laughs> take Anna? <laughs> I can't have Chris Harrison as my officiant because he's in the ceremony. Is that what you're saying? Yes. He's in the ceremony because we're getting together. Yes. Yes. Correct. Um, all right. So what what do we want to talk about at this wedding? You've really <laughs> That's my goose. Uh, Is that a goose? I yeah. like it, yeah. I mean it's a lot of let's get some squawking. I feel like Crystal also needs a bird. Yeah. Like, they've got to be together, like bird combo. The goose and the swan. Uh, every yeah, the swan. I like that. that. Oh yeah, yeah. And I think that she had a wedding party before their ceremony where she wore a dress with a bunch of feathers. Oh, was it a Bjork style situation? (laughs) (laughs) Did she walk around laying different eggs Uh, all over the party? Uh, there's a bunch of assholes from Bachelor Nation here. So Becca, get Becca Kufrin. <laughs> that asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I really dislike Becca. And here's the thing. Okay. There's always going to be one asshole who insists on calling it Mexico. Yep. And it's going to be the, the whitest one. motherfucker yep. in the room. Yep, that's it. And that's Becca Kufrin. Yep, yep. No, that is a good point on capturing a lot of Becca's character is that she must call it Mexico <laughs> and several times. I also, think. where's Garrett? Yeah, where is Garrett? Maybe oh, he didn't want to cross Maybe he over. had made too many wall jokes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they weren't going to let him in. Yeah. How do you like it, bub? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a good thing this wall is here to keep white assholes out of our country. <laughs> You're uh, not welcome here. You're deported. Um, all right, Becca's there, Kendall and Joe are there, being obnoxious. I don't like any of these people. Ben Higgins can go fuck himself. Yeah. Adam and Raven, who I forgot about. P.S. If any of you want to come on our podcast, we would love to have you. Fun fact, we, we actually stir up a lot of drama because we care so much about this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Like um, Ben Higgins says, real love is happening. I just hate the way they're all like... This just shows that the process can work. So stupid. I just feel like the odds, I mean, you have this many young people together, they could be doing anything, and two people would have gotten married. I could go on Bachelor in Paradise. I I could go on Bachelor in Paradise and find someone that I would be like compatible with, right? I think so. Like, I don't subscribe to, and this is going in a deeper direction. I don't subscribe to the idea that there's just like one person for you. No, there is, and you're lucky that you found me. No, you know, three point five billion. It's too depressing to think that you're the one. You lucked out. You lucked out, out. motherfucker. You lucked out. I did luck out. Absolutely. And listen, you're not. You're not my one. Don't you I'm agree? I'm not even though? on your list. Don't really. you feel like you could easily go on a on a vacation in Mexico with like 25 other like-minded people like us and find someone that you're like, yeah, I could I could probably be with this person. Well, I think that I could find someone to be with. I think I could do a dean and find someone to be with in Mexico. I don't know that I could find someone that I want to marry. Also like-minded people but these are not our like-minded not us but i'm saying like they're people. all right they all have the same level of attraction sure like yeah. i don't know they, they're all they all have similar interests stagecoach they, they all love stagecoach they all love being an instagram influencer they all love neil lane they all love sugar bear vitamins <laughs> yeah they all love detox teas mm-hmm. yeah why that's enough to build a marriage on right yeah there. that's yeah. it what more do you need what more is our marriage built on than that zero yeah those Nothing. things nada yeah uh i don't know i just uh, yeah i agree with you it's obnoxious that i also think that they do this just every now and then to like basically like suck their own dick or something well, you know it's all like it's the myth that they need to tell themselves yeah to keep doing this right thing. like yeah. hey let's just pretend that this whole shenanigan with hannah b and jed never happened exactly yeah yeah 
No, I agree. Like, let's pretend that love is real on this show when it rarely is. Do you... Well, you know, I'll give them this. Paradise has a much better record than the real show at this point. Sure, but it also has... More people. More odds. More odds. Yeah. Higher odds. We need yeah. 538 to run, you know, some complex stats about the actual... Person. Robin! Robin! That was a good R roll for Robin. Yeah. yeah. Robin. Okay, It's so. because they're in Mexico. <laughs> Excuse me, could I get some quesadillas? <laughs> Ooh, these tostados are so good. I would like a dos equis, please. We don't have guacamole <laughs> like this in Minnesota. It keeps you hydrated. Okay, so um clay is really worried about seeing angela even though he's excited to be there and somehow chris and crystal are two of his favorite people well they're all like best friends like angela gives the maid of honor to us and she's like i met these guys a year ago in mexico in paradise it's pronounced mexico like what's wrong with you that your maid of honor is someone that you met one year ago on a reality show well don't you think they make them do that like they're not gonna let any i don't know crystal's uggo regular oh also you know who got married over the uh weekend rachel yeah rachel Rachel and and brian Brian. good for them Yeah. yeah congrats guys see real love is happening it makes me believe that this process can work um so Clay is worried because Angela's Angela is going to be there. She's going to be there being the boss. <laughs> and we have to apologize. I looked for a long time to find a clip of Tony saying Angela and who's the you boss. You couldn't find any? And I couldn't find I did find a really ridiculous clip where Tony sees Angela naked in the shower. Oh, I remember that yeah. episode because it was a little bit like... A little scandalous. Little well, the way they film it is weird because it like zooms in on her stomach, zooms in on her shoulder. Because like, aren't they like staying in a hotel room together? I don't remember. I Well, I uh, only saw 45 seconds of It's a romance for the ages. Yeah. <laughs> Those two. They're still together, fun fact. When are they going to reboot Who's the Boss? Oh, that's a good idea because Judith Light is uh, still kicking it. Like yeah. she's. Did Mona finally die? No, I think she's, she's still, still alive. alive. I don't know. Robin. Another thing. Robin. Uh, yeah, we could Google that ourselves, but no, that's all right. Care yeah, I, I don't care. In my mind, Mona will always be alive. <laughs> I don't want to live in a world where because she's not alive in our hearts. Yep. I think you know what I'm thinking is that she was on Everybody Loves Raymond, and and um, Marie Barone died. She did. Yeah. I thought that. Um, oh, the dad the died. Dad died. I think Peter she Boyle. did too. Yeah. Dang. We don't know who's dead and who's alive <laughs> in this crazy world. What elderly sitcom stars are still alive? We don't know. All right. So, meanwhile, the wedding ceremony happened. We fast-forwarded through all of that. And now JPJ at the reception I'm is sorry. I'm looking up to see if Marie... If... I'm carrying it. I'm carrying it. I'm working I know. on it. What's her name? Doris. Doris. Roberts. Oh, gosh. Look at you. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. That's why I married you. Oh, ya. yeah. See, there was a reason after uh, all. She died in 2016. Oh, oof. Okay. Should we look up... Mona. Mona. Let's look up Mona. The listeners are going to be wondering. I hate for them to have to Google it themselves. All right. Mona. We have Google right here. Catherine Helmand. She's still alive? I Come don't on, know. Come on, Catherine. Come on. <laughs> Um, oh, no, oh, she no. died in February. Oh, no. I think I remembered that. Oh, that's why, yeah. She was 89. Does her tombstone yeah. say she was the boss? Oh. Um, all right, moving on. Yeah, well, moving that one, on. we kind of brought this podcast yeah. down. Who, uh, what other beloved celebrities <laughs> <Yeah>. are dead? <laughs> oh, every now and then I remember someone like, uh, like Bill Paxton, Pullman Paxton. Pullman? <laughs> Every once in a while I remember that either Bill Pullman or Bill Paxton oh, is dead and it makes me very it sad me. that I mean, one I, of them is dead. I shed a tear. Yeah, and uh, Joan Rivers, you think about all these people that are no longer with Ugh, us. yeah. Yeah, it makes you sad. Really Life, guys, I Life, know. Life, JPJ, we're really welcome, bringing the room down. Welcome to our podcast about celebrity deaths. <laughs> and uh, contemplating our own morality. <laughs> Mortality. mortality. Yeah, I will morality. never contemplate my own morality. 
All right, JPJ says that Derek swooped in on Tasha because his relationship with Demi was over. He says Tasha is a victim to Derek's <laughs> fraud. Say one thing that I said that wasn't true. God, I mean, okay, so first of all, can we back up a little yeah. bit? Can we got to we got to do this in topics, right? Yeah. Are we going to do the JPJ topic? Let's do the JPJ topic. All right. Okay. So he picks a fight with um, Derek, and you can see that Crystal is just like, I will fucking right. kill you. Yeah, what are you doing? Like, yeah. Get the fuck out of my wedding. I don't know who you are. Right. I didn't have a reality show film my wedding with a bunch of strangers I don't know who've been <laughs> cultivating drama for four weeks only for someone to cause drama at my wedding. And ruin it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, and here's the thing. So JPJ makes some really serious allegations. He says that Derek mentioned that he reaches out to his fans to take advantage of them sexually. Uh, in my notes, I just have, yikes. JPJ also makes what I thought were some like weird claims. Yeah. Like he's like, Derek needs drama to feed his podcast. <laughs> same, Derek. Same. And I get that. Like Ryan and I are constantly finding drama yeah, for the I, podcast. I called that guy a bed bug the other day so they yeah. stir up all this Twitter drama. And actually, like, we didn't want to mention this on air, but Ryan has slept with Robin. <laughs> <laughs> just to stir things up. Mm-hmm. Just to feed the drama. Yeah, to feed the beast. Yeah, this podcast you didn't is know really I was spiraled going there out of control. That, did you? No, I didn't. You thought I was Neither gonna, did Robin. You thought nice I was going to keep that under yeah. wraps. Yep. Neither did our sweet listener, who's been very uh, helpful to us up until now. <laughs> <laughs> and no longer. JP, yeah, I know. Robin's like, I'm out, guys. Well, that was it. This was yeah. a funny, kind of funny joke while it lasted, <laughs> it but no for thank a while. you. Yeah. yeah, y'all have made it weird. Yeah. Congratulations. You guys took it too far. Sorry, Robin. I apologize on behalf of both of us. You know what, Robin? I apologize on behalf of no one because you slept with my husband. <laughs> Home record. Just to feed this podcast drama. We have to do it. Um, JPJ says to Derek, I know this podcast is a very big part of your life. I just don't understand how the podcast ties in. Like, is he accusing Derek of... Like, needing to make himself a a big part of Paradise so he can get guests? I don't... I guess. Just, like, that he's creating conflict that he can then talk about. It's like yeah. someone making the news. Okay. Um. So, what is being said on Twitter in terms of conspiracy theories is that the whole relationship between Derek and Demi was constructed for the sake of the show Uh so that he, I guess, I don't know, would have like a sympathetic storyline and he could come through as like the sad, sweet, understanding guy. Uh And I don't know if that's, again, like to make him, get him, I don't know, better position for his podcast or, (laughs) or a ploy to become The Bachelor. Yeah. So what, like the, the producers did this? Or Derek did it himself. I don't know. I have yeah. no idea. Okay. I mean, who knows? And it could be like, JPJ seemed seriously unhinged and I did not, my sympathies were not with no, him. No, no. But at the same time, I've been reading some interesting QAnon literature about how Derek and Demi constructed this whole fake relationship. <laughs> JPJ kept saying Derek to Derek. <laughs> um, it reminded me of a classic Southern Charm scene. Mm-hmm. Classic. Classic. When there's a villain on that show, Ashley. Y'all know her. Um, and she gets into a fight with, not even a fight, but she just gets in like a conflict with one of the members and she keeps saying, Chelsea, (laughs) she says it like over and over. And I felt like JPJ was doing that. Don't insult my intelligence, Derek. Derek. And then he kept saying, no, 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 no. Yeah. Later when they confront each other again in paradise, Derek is like, can we have a conversation? He's like, nope, 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 nope. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I uh, JPJ really fell in my esteem after this episode. Well, the other thing is... Oh, and then he says, I don't want to be on your podcast, dude. <laughs> <laughs> also, this is a good time to mention, JPJ, you're welcome to come on our podcast mm-hmm. anytime. But um, also, Derek, you are too. Yeah, and actually together, there's your drama right there, Derek. 
Uh, and then you can talk about this podcast on your podcast. Everybody wins. Uh, here's the thing about John Paul Jones. Too. Okay. So he claims What's the thing about John Paul thing. Jones? He claims to be doing this because he's in love with Taisha, but he is making Taisha miserable. Yeah, Taisha's like off to the side sobbing. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fair enough. Like, they made an incredibly awkward scene at this wedding. Right. I feel like Taisha is probably like, what the fuck? Well, and also, here is the moment where it's like, dude, you did a Shakespeare sonnet. You did a Shakespeare quote for me, and we had some fun, like, yeah. three weeks ago. Like, this That's isn't, like, he's acting like they were together for five years, and they were almost engaged, you They know? didn't even go on our date. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's absurd. Yeah. That, and it also, I mean, honestly, it makes me, um, I feel like there's been a weird, like, ownership control thing going on with a lot of the guys. And I guess, to be fair, some of the girls, like Tajwan was acting that way about JPJ. I don't know. I think it just, I mean, for obvious reasons, it skeeves me out more when the guys have this, like, weird ownership thing over girls that they barely even right. know. Like, yeah. Tasha doesn't owe you jack shit, right. dude. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. It just rubs me the wrong way. Yeah, no, me too. I would. I was not pleased with JP. You're better than this, JPJ. Or you're not. I have <laughs> Is no he? idea. I don't know. He also can't do math. <laughs> I don't Because know. as we referenced before, he says, I'm 24 years old. I've been looking for my wife for 18 years. Yeah. So there's this, like, weird, horny six-year-old that's walking around. I want to get married right now. Excuse me, miss. Are you my wife? (laughs) My name is John Paul Jones. My friends call me John Paul Jones. (laughs) All right. The only other, I think, real drama that... Well, I guess we need to talk about Kaylin. So Kaylin is, like, super depressed about Dean dumping her ass. And she's, like, sobbing on camera. I don't and she's like, way. this is the last place I want to be right now. This is the worst. Until Connor walks in. Looking like a hot Michael Sarah. <laughs> it's like when Winnie Cooper walks into a scene in The Wonder Years and flings her hair in slow motion. Yes. Ta- yeah, that's yeah. what she sees when Kaylin she sees Connor. cannot stop flipping her hair. Yeah. <laughs> And she immediately oh, I meant that is like Connor was the Winnie Cooper. Oh, uh, well yeah. Yeah. Well, oh. Uh, in terms of like how she sees him as he walks in. Yeah, I gotcha. But Kaylin is Winnie Cooper flipping her hair. Sure, yeah. Everyone is Winnie Everyone's Cooper in this Winnie scenario. Cooper. Kaylin's Winnie Cooper, Connor's Winnie Cooper, uh, JPJ is Winnie Cooper. Um, it just annoyed like I do I don't mind Kaylin. I think she's real fake. Yeah. Like, to me, there's just... I don't know. I mean, I guess it's one thing to rebound and be like, eh, it sucks to be dumped. I'm going to make out with this hot dude that seems to want to make out with me. I guess I can respect that. Respect. Respect that, as long as you treat it as what it is. It just annoyed me that she was, like, being such a Debbie Downer and was like... I felt like she wanted the sympathy of everyone because she and Dean really had a connection and, you know, and then the second that somebody else walks in, she's like, oh, hey, Connor, you're tall and dark and handsome, I guess. That's what people said about him. Is he that dark? He's like an awkward white dude. Right. He looks like he is legit 16. He yeah. looks like my little cousin. He, who is he a looks exactly like your little cousin, except, except your my little cousin, cousin is has bigger. A, yeah, and yeah. he has a beard. Yeah, your your cousin had a job this summer where he had to pass as like a 25-year-old. Yep. And he would do a better job of that job than Connor. Than Connor. <laughs> Connor yeah. could not buy cigarettes without getting carded. I'll tell you that. Um, I feel like Kaylin is a little disingenuous. I cannot believe such an accusation. I know. I know. It's harsh words. Pageant queen, but there it is. Um, I'll tell you what is totally uh, ingenuous. Totally genuous. (laughs) Genuous is Chris pulling half the people aside to party at a table and leaving everybody else behind. That sucks. He's like, guys, the goose has set aside a party table. Who's taking flight with the goose? <laughs> Get in V formation. <laughs> uh, 
I'm telling you who's taking flight. It's for Mike, Kaylin, Hannah, Dylan, Blake, Christina, Tasha, and Clay. The rest of you uggos can go back to paradise. <laughs> the rest of you, that's my gaggle, everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck y'all. Yeah. So among those who were not invited to go to the party table were Nicole... And Sydney. And they were disappointed because Nicole has been obviously together with Clay and Sydney has been with Mike. So Mike and Clay are headed to this wild reception yeah. without their ladies. Well, that's just weird. Like, you can't bring your date to this It party. was weird. It and was I felt so like, weird. why was yeah. Demi not invited? Like, she's fun. Why? It, it, it was strange. It seemed to be people that they know, but... I guess. I don't know. Well, and I saw Chris the Goose on Twitter was like, because people were like, did the producers make him do this? And he was like, the producers had nothing to do with it. Oh, so you're just like an exclusive asshole. Yeah, so you're just a dick. <laughs> yeah. Which like, fair enough. I wouldn't want to invite a bunch of strangers to my reception either. But you know what? I wouldn't invite them to my wedding. Well, and also, <laughs> your wedding, if you want your wedding to be a private affair, don't put it on television. Ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So Clay and Angela kind of talk, and he's like, I thought that Clay handled this well. He was like, I still care for you. Like, I will always care about you. I really want to see you happy. I think you're a sweetheart. He said that it was one of the hardest things that he's ever had to do, Mm -hmm. Um, much like 98 Degrees. We'll let Nick Lachey take it away. It's the hardest But I thought he, like, I didn't think that he was at all um, entering murky territory. Like, Tasha tried to kind of call him out. Yeah. And was, like, telling Nicole, you need to ask him questions. I thought that Clay, did, like, that's what yeah, it should I don't be think like. Any of that if, behavior was inappropriate. Not at all. Yeah. And, like, it's always going to be uncomfortable when your ex is talking to, when your current boo is talking to an ex. Sure. Yeah. But I thought. That Clay handled it well. Clay's on my positive list. Yeah, I agree. I think I don't think he's had a misstep all paradise. No. Yeah, one of the huh. few. Really, his only misstep was sticking with Nicole sure, when she yeah. was being a bitch. Well, it, that might not last, as we see in the at the end of the episode when Nicole's like, "I just worry if Angela came down those steps." Would Clay stay with me? And then, of course, Angela comes walking down the steps immediately. Bump, bump, bump. You got anything else to say? No. So Connor, well, after the wedding, Kaylin is like, I'm still not happy to be here. I mean, I had a good time with Connor last night, but he's not here. Well, guess who shows up? At this point, they basically have the power to materialize anyone yeah. they want to walk down the steps. They should really uh, put that to the test. And then Christina is a little pissed because she's like, Ugh, every person I like, Kaylin, come in and she like. She comes for my leftovers. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Connor and Kaylin go out on a date. Uh, JPJ says that he thought uh, his behavior was a good thing that yeah. it showed Tasha that he was willing to fight for her. Yeah. Well, this sure. is always the problem with like all fight for you approach is like no, you're just being a possessive you're being a asshole. Dick. Yeah. <laughs> but that's all I got. That's all I got too. Else? All I want to say is, I mean, we'll cover it, it ad nauseum next week. But it looks like Dean shaves his mustache, which to me is Ugh. the biggest spoil. I know, real heartbreaker for you. I know it's like in- um, Samson. <laughs> <laughs> That's what gives him his strength. I know. It's what gives him his magic power. <laughs> Simpson didn't have magic powers. He just got he was just physical strength from, from his, his hair. hair somehow. Sure, Bible, that yeah. makes sense. No, that's totally cool. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, don't shave your head because uh, that's, that's where all the power is. Bald, bald dudes are weak. That's yeah. all I have to say. And look at me. I have long hair and I'm so Super strong. Super strong. Imagine how weak I would be without it, though. Can't that's even. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. Mrs. Brown, you've got a lovely daughter. Girls as sharp as her are something rare 
return those things I bought her Tell her she can keep them just the same podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.